Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Good morning and welcome to Q&A. We're so glad you're joining us this morning and this is your opportunity to ask questions from the sermon this morning. So if you have questions, anything that's stirring around in your mind, the number is up on the screen. Uh, we really would encourage you to text it in. We say it all the time, but likely if it's something you're thinking, someone else is too. So we would encourage you to send those in so yep. we can answer them for you this morning. So we have um, some that have come in. Okay. So if you're ready to jump in, we'll, we'll get going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> feel a little <laughs> unready to jump right now for some reason, but, uh, it was, uh, yeah. So let's just jump in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, so a question about protection okay. versus Old Testament, New yeah. Testament said, I get mm. that God may not physically protect us, mm. but why does he let bad things happen to his children? Yeah, that is, that's a excellent, uh, very honest. And I appreciate that question of, because, mm. uh, it's not hard to go to think if God is love and God is powerful and he is heavenly father, why? Right. Why, why doesn't he protect us? Mm-hmm. And it leads to questions of, well, does he love us and doesn't he care? And so there's no easy wrap it up here in a nice little bow answer mm-hmm. to this. I do believe there's answers. You just might not like them because <laughs> they might not scratch the itch completely, but I think it's the full answer. I was, I was struck, Tracy, just this past week in um, reading the story of the birth of Jesus and how Herod was jealous because this star was revealing a new king and he learns from the wise men. And so he he tells the wise men, when you find him, come back and uh, tell me so I can worship him too, which was code for come back and tell me so I can kill him right. and get rid of competition. And the wise men have a dream from the Lord, they don't uh, they say, don't go back and tell Herod, return another way, and they do. And Herod is enraged, and so he has uh, what is kind of referred to as the killing of the innocents, mm-hmm. uh, the, the going and the killing of every boy two years old and younger, just to kind of take out potentially anybody. And uh, I know this is a long answer, but this is a, a big question here, so yeah. I'm going to unfold this a little bit. I I was struck. Wow, people lost their two year old little boys mm-hmm. um, because of what Herod did. And yeah, I know it's part of, you know, the story, but how hard and how seemingly, and this is what I feel like it is sometimes we wrestle with, how seemingly unnecessary. Why not just protect them? And so I journaled because I've been, as I encouraged, I I journaled a little bit and I don't have it with me, but I, I journaled through the question of why did other babies have to die? And there isn't a soft 
um, satisfying, quite frankly, answer to this other than, and the answer is this, uh, they had to die to fulfill the purposes of what God was doing on the planet. And through, since the beginning, people have died and been killed uh, as part of God's unfolding plan. And it reminds me, this is what can uh, be hard to swallow. It reminds me that we think life ultimately, the reason why this question gets us is because at core, we think that life is about us. And life is about uh, what would be good for me. And there is no other answer than this. Life is about God. He is the potter, and the potter gets to do what he wills with the clay. And sometimes he does things and allows things to happen to clay that we go, God, why do you do that? And there is no easy answer, but the right, the correct, the true answer is because it's part of the purpose of filling the earth with his glory. Think about, just as I've been talking, think about Abel, a righteous man who died because of his brother's wrath. Why didn't God protect him? Because it was part of... God revealing his story of filling the earth with his glory. That was true for two-year-olds in Bethlehem. And I asked myself, you know, why why do good people's houses get knocked down? And why do people drown in storms of Hurricane Ian? And and why doesn't God save them? And I only have one answer. It's part of God's unfolding story of filling the earth with his glory. So um, I don't think that my life, my family is going to be free from pain. It's going to be free from pre what we would think of as premature death, uh, that our family is going to be free from suffering and loss. Um, I think that's all part of... Me understanding life is about God and his glory, not about me and uh, my comfort. And I thought a lot about Job, and and this is how I closed my journal uh, as I was wrestling through this reading from Matthew. The Lord gives, the Lord takes away, blessed be the name of the Lord. We have in our own family, uh, people go, oh, I can't believe you have so many. You have 10 grandkids. That's amazing. Uh, Every one of the daughters and daughters-in-law in in our family who have given birth to a child have also lost a child. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some early on in pregnancy, some much later on and, uh, and had to give birth to, you know, a baby, the size of a hand. And why do you get a live, healthy baby? And why do you get a a dead, hand-sized baby? 
because life is about the glory of God, and He is working in ways for His glory that I don't understand. All I can do is with an open hand, uh, like Jesus did in the garden, say, not my will, but your will be done, like Job with a dead family and a body covered in disease and sickness and all his possessions gone, uh, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And not do what his wife said, curse God and die. So uh, I don't don't, uh, imagine that that question, that answer satisfies in terms of, oh, okay, now I feel better about it. I don't ever expect to feel better about it. I do expect to come to a place where I live with an acknowledgement. Life is about God and his purposes of filling the earth with his glory. One thing you said, a very practical um, action here was journaling through this process. And um, I I can imagine that maybe some people question, well, should I question? This should I wrestle yes. with these things, or should I just say yes? I believe those. Like so, what? Walk us through your process. Yeah, I just started with the honest question in my journal. The honest question of that doesn't seem right. And why would you do that? And and I know the right. I knew the right answer before mm-hmm. I started started writing. The right answer again. It's, the right answer doesn't mean it's. Uh, if the if the answer is right but doesn't make me feel good, it's still right. Hmm. Just because it doesn't make me feel better doesn't mean it's wrong. It's still right. And I just I had to just ask the honest question. And if this is why I appreciate the question. The scripture is, you know, the largest book in the Bible, the book of Psalms, is filled with uh, men of God asking hard questions of God and journaling their thoughts through. And what you find in many of the Psalms is people wrestling with God, disappointed with God, frustrated with God, crying out to God, why have you abandoned me? Why are the wicked winning? Why are they defeating me? Where are you? And you have him, his journey uh, to where almost all those Psalms then end with Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so there is that process. God is not afraid of our hard questions, Mm. and we don't have to uh, think that somehow in asking them, we are um, dishonoring him. When he answers us and then we refuse his answer and shake our fist at him, then I think we're dishonoring him. But it's not wrong or dishonoring to God to bring your hard questions to him. Hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of a sobering <laughs> Q&A right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think very realistic yeah. um, where probably a lot a lot of us either have been or are now. Right. Um, especially in light of everything that's happened this week. Yes. We, we have uh, talked with my son earlier this week and just feels like, feels like it, it seems that a few families in our body are getting piled on, and I'm not shaking a fist at God when I'm saying that, that they that they have not some hard things, but multiple hard things coming at them from different directions. And it's, um, 
really prompted me to pray for them, to feel for them, Mm -hmm. um, to not dismiss, but to feel for them. It's not wrong to feel the hardship, to feel the sorrow, to feel the loss, to feel the struggle with them. It's what we do as we wrestle through those feelings and those thoughts and that sorrow and, and where we end up with our God in that process that matters. So, um, Sometimes it seems some people get harder lives than others, Mm. and it doesn't seem fair. And life is not about me. Life is not about being fair. Life is about the glory of God. And that's not a trite answer. Mm -hmm. It's the bottom line. And we see that throughout Scripture. So this morning as we walk through the Old Testament and then we walk through Christ and his work on the cross it's it's another it's a reminder to look mm-hmm. back on just as yeah. Ezra was reminding them then we can remind ourselves now yeah i want us to yeah and so maybe we need to uh, i don't know this is an attempt to make us feel better but to to turn a corner and go uh, in the midst of the hard uh, the the constant story of scripture is god meeting people in mm-hmm. their hard and not necessarily taking it away, but right. meeting them and ministering to them in their heart. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we can look at another person's situation and think, "How how can they handle that? That is so hard." And I have to remember. Uh, when I try to empathize with them and feel their pain, I can feel their pain, but I can't feel the sufficiency of the Lord's grace meeting them in their pain. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make yeah. sense. Yes. And so I feel one side of it, but I believe the other side. And so uh, I am confident that where there is hardship, where there is struggle, where there is loss, there is a sufficient grace as well, which is why Paul never denied that his life was hard. He just said, I'm never <laughs> defeated. I am struggling and I am distressed, but I am never defeated because the Lord Jesus, and this isn't trite, the Lord Jesus has really conquered sin and death. And so that song we sang this morning, I will speak to my fear and Mm -hmm. preach to my doubt. You know, practically speaking, people sometimes don't believe this, but uh, I feel fear before I stand up and and speak the word of God. I felt it this morning. I'm on the front row and we're singing that song. And it was a good moment for me to stop singing and actually speak to my fear, preach mm-hmm. to my doubt in the moment and believe. This was the word. The It's the word of the Lord. It's the body of Christ. It's his body. The church belongs to him. This is his work. Why would I be afraid that the Lord would speak and the Lord would help me and that I didn't need to be dismayed, afraid? So I preached my doubt in the moment, and the Lord was gracious to me, and the fear was replaced with a confidence in God. That was my uh, experience this morning, just before first hour. God's great sufficiency, and I know oftentimes we don't want the hard. We want the comfortable and the simple, um, but you've likely experienced this as well, I have in those hard and difficult times is the sweetness of the Lord. Sure. 
yeah. the sweetness of scripture and his spirit and how he is so yeah. gentle and kind. And those are moments that you don't forget in his provision. And mm-hmm. so even though it brings you to a point by God's grace to say thank you for the hard, I'm not saying that's an immediate, yes, thank you for this really hard thing. <laughs> yeah, not a happy thank you. Not a happy thank but you. But a heart thank you. A heart, yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. a gratitude mm-hmm. um, that through the hard, his character was more evident sure. and more tangible in a way that I had never experienced that before. So there, there's hope in that hard. I think we've talked before, agreed that... Um, Pain is the necessary, unwanted, but necessary friend in our presence and our mm. life because uh, none of us would know the Lord, experience the Lord, depend upon the Lord, cry out to the Lord. Uh, none of us would have the relationship we have with the Lord apart from that pain right. and that sorrow. And so where there is depth in relationship with the Lord, there's usually a story of loss behind it. Mm. Uh, that's And uh, because we're generally only as mature as we have to be. Right. And sometimes we have to uh, – we end up growing up and growing deep in Christ in ways we wouldn't have because of that, that hardship. Mm-hmm. So uh, – so I can say, in the midst of the loss, in the midst of the sorrow, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of God not only often not doing what I wish He would do and mm-hmm. always making my life easy and comfortable, um, I do experience Him as the one who, what did we say, the one who delivers, the one who mm-hmm. saves, the one who provides, the one who protects, mm-hmm. and the one who leads me. And all of those things I experience because of my weakness. Not in, uh, and I probably wouldn't if those things weren't there. So that's why I go, yeah, it's not a frivolous, happy, oh, thankful in all things, but it is a deep heart uh, response to say, Lord, uh, thank you, because I'm experiencing all that you are uh, because of often sorrow and loss in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, like you talked about, I think towards the end today about remember, respond. And retell yes. of God's work in yes. our lives. And really is a great opportunity each week um, to be able to do that, mm-hmm. as well as during, you know, the right. week worshiping on your own or like reading scripture mm-hmm. through um the new I almost said old testament, the New Testament 90 <laughs> You're days. You're allowed to read your new old yeah. testament. But yeah, we're doing the new man. testament. <laughs> yeah. That would be challenging. Be old testament challenging. 90 days. Um but yeah, reading through the uh, New Testament 90 days, those are all opportunities mm-hmm. to see the Lord working. And I know you said many times, like uh, um, Christ's relationship with God the Father as well through reading that. So it would really encourage you to continue reading um, this week, even in the hard. Yeah, I have a sense that, uh, and maybe it's just my world, but because I'm a routine guy, I get stuck in a rut. Uh Uh Um, When my routine gets broken, then sometime, well, my routine gets broken. And so... if if Bible reading kind of got set aside as you were trying to prepare stuff or fix stuff or change stuff or put stuff back or whatever, um, I want to encourage you not to stop. I was really sorry on uh, this week going, ah, 
this is this is a legitimate distraction, but people who would have entered the week thinking, man, let's read the scriptures, now have their mind not mm. on the Word of God, but on a hurricane. And uh, I hope that's why I sent out the, the midweek thing. I hope that you tried to, even in the midst of that, to go, now I'm going to remember the Lord of the wind and the waves. I'm going to go to the scriptures. If you didn't, if you quote unquote fall off the horse, get back on it. And uh, I fell off. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like I'm hopping back on today. Like good. And then last night a little bit, I wasn't able to finish the whole thing. But that's it's okay. We're yeah. we're gonna get there. So I missed Thursday, mm-hmm. and I sh- I shouldn't have. I, all I did is sit around all day. But I, honestly, I was distracted. I missed Thursday. So Friday, what I did is I played six chapters instead of three. I played six chapters, and I listened to six chapters while I cleaned up my yard. Mm-hmm. And I was I was grateful for uh, that opportunity. So uh, there are ways to uh, to either catch up, or we had some free days and missed days in there, if you will. The goal is not to check the box. It's to encounter the Lord in the scriptures. And I hope today what was heard to encounter the Lord by coming and being a part of our Mm -hmm. weekly worship. So uh, if you're listening, watching online right now, and that's because you're out of town, I commend you for doing that. If you're in town and you could have come, but you uh, stayed home and just listened anyway instead of coming, I want to encourage you, uh, make the effort. It's worth coming and being a part of remembering, retelling, and responding together. This is a great substitute when the real thing can't happen, but this was never intended to be uh, in place of the real thing. Yeah, we'd love to have you. And if you have any questions, let us know. We'd be happy to answer those before you arrive. Sometimes I can be, as a Yankee, mean and not kind. (laughs) Was that rude in any way? No. Okay. Sometimes I have to check myself. Jackie will go, Doug, that sounded so bad. I was like, I didn't mean it to be bad. It was just, she says, I can be too direct at times. We'll just add a twist of... Southern on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm dependent upon. Yes, thanks. Right. <laughs> well, we really would love to have you join us. If you have any questions during the week, you're welcome to email us at info at CFC Jacks or call the church office. We're yeah. happy to answer those questions. So we're really glad you joined us for Q&A this morning. We truly hope you have a blessed day. And really, don't feel sad or disappointed if you missed out on a couple of days of the reading plan or if you haven't even started yet. It's okay. Yes. But I encourage in. you to join me on hopping back on <laughs> um, and, we'll, and we'll get there. So Thanks so much for joining us today. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.